1: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Tracy on behalf of Dr. Jacob here at Future Tech Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, Rutger Van Zudem, who is an entrepreneur and the owner of Dutch Chain. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for having me, and uh, appreciate being on the podcast.
1: Well, we are excited. So let's just jump right in. And why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and the background of the company and how you got started in blockchain to begin with?
0: Um, well, um, it's 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 actually a great moment we're talking because we uh, we did the largest blockchain hackathon in the world last weekend. So uh, the Dutch it's called the Dutch Blockchain Hackathon. It's uh, blockchainhackathon.eu and Basically, um, I started with, with Bitcoin in 2010 and just, um, well, finding out the nitty-gritty on how it works and how you can basically use it for um, applying it in applications that weren't possible uh, using a banking infrastructure. So I, I, didn't, I didn't take a look on it from a currency point of view but more like a payment system point of view where you can build new things that weren't possible before and it and it works because of the blockchain and uh, that's how the experiments started we once did this really uber geeky uh, Uh, remember that Oh
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, well, then, then we thought, well, okay, if there's a Google Glass, can we do hands-free payments, right? So uh, you say, okay, Glass, make a payment. It 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 zooms in on the QR code, kind of Robo Robocop style, and then of course it recognizes the QR code and the recipient, and then uh, we had the Google Glass account connected to. Coinbase and Blockchain.info back at the time, and when you nod your head twice, the payment was done.
1: Are so oh, you it, kidding it me?
0: Was, yeah, it was, it was not not to pay, you know. And and then, um, it, I mean, it's it, it, it it's 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 not really useful unless you're in a wheelchair, you know. So, but still, it it showed us um, what you can build when you have a banking infrastructure that can be used globally with lots of apis and in europe most banks don't have these kinds of apis so well um and then uh, i also started organizing some conferences it turned out to be uh, one of the biggest uh, conferences on blockchain in europe uh did some more experiments we currently have a uh, system uh, co-created with the city uh, the Dutch city of Groningen it has uh, 13000 end users and they're using our smart voucher system it's basically an extra allowance on top of the welfare they get and we're using uh, the bitcoin blockchain to uh, reconcile all the transactions and basically automate all the um, administrative processes and this is our this is our little field lab which we are currently taking forward so basically, Dutch Chain has this uh, product building um, um, activities, but we also now host the uh, this bl- Dutch Blockchain Hackathon, where we basically create an open innovation field, a uh, program of a full year, where with the the, the hackathon as a highlight. And uh, last uh, weekend, we were joined by 500 people. In the Netherlands from over 11 countries working on five different tracks and we had a prize money of 50,000 euros so that was pretty epic so that's oh, what that's we do
1: awesome yeah it and when did you guys start doing the, the hackathon it's just a few years old is that correct
0: no I um, I thought of it last May and then wow. um, I called some uh, some some sponsors Basically to, to come, uh, become a partner in this and, um, then it kept on growing, uh, because as you might know, we, there are a lot of conferences on blockchain and we see all this huge potential, but then everybody claps and goes home. And so where do, do we see the real innovation? And it's happening, but it's not out in the open and we wanted to create a, safe place a comfortable place to get out of that comfort zone and join and co-create new solutions and then uh, I really like the idea that we can change society for the better with this technology and so we the, our theme is co creating the next operating system for our, for our society um, because the operating system we have now is, is based on last century way of thinking way of organizing trust in the system We need a. We need a. We we kind of really need a new system for that, and that's what we are intending to do. So we had all kinds of tracks uh, like identity, energy transition, the future of pensions, uh, international trade and entrepreneurship, and uh, uh, one of my favorite tracks is also uh, reinventing government. And the really strong thing I think we have is that both the Dutch government, uh, from top to bottom, as well as large Dutch corporates uh start and scale ups small medium enterprises but also the universities everybody join uh, and that that creates a perfect uh ecosystem for any team, whether you come from the Netherlands or India or Hong Kong Singapore United states uh, all these countries were there and they get a really good uh welcome because uh, um, they can basically work with our government they can work with our corporates and um therefore we and we have so many teams that um, uh, it allows uh, ideas to become experiments that also can turn into a success so that's the 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 thing we have created and it just started, but uh it was kind of epic from the start yeah
1: <laughs> so I assume with the success of this year's event, you'll be hosting these in the future
0: yes um, I mean uh. We also had some international judges like uh, Nicholas Carey from uh, blockchain.com and Christopher Ferris is the CTO Open Technologies from IBM and he's also a chair on the Hyperledger Steering Committee. So, um, and I I think, yeah, next year we'll we'll host different topics or maybe even the same. We don't know yet. Uh, It's a very emergent Ecosystem, it's open, it's transparent, um, anyone can join. Um, all the teams were uh, there for free. We had uh, great food, um, all the facilities that are needed in order to, yeah, to help the teams make progress. And we particularly like to host it here in the Netherlands because this way everybody has skin in the game. And this is a very important thing for us. I mean, it's just not just getting your idea out, but it's actually being there um, and uh, traveling, uh, um, connecting to the community, collaborate uh, and share. That uh, where the real value is, of course. And um, yeah, and also we. We have set up this special accelerator program so any team that has a winning solution can bring their solution uh, uh, forward. Uh, and we help to make you progress uh, with all the partners that are involved. So on, on blockchainhackathon.eu, you can see all the partners and the Dutch government and uh, basically everybody is joining in to, to make this happen. Um, I love that. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. almost
1: a, a collaboration versus everyone kind of keeping their ideas separate and secret. It's it's building it for the better, I suppose.
0: Yeah. For instance, I mean, I I think blockchain is is about how can we work together to create something new that uh, improves uh, the way we interact in society and the way we live together. So, for instance, in the identity track, the winner was team that created the refugee passport on the blockchain well talk about how do we handle trust in our society if you live in wherever in the world you know and you lost everything how are you going to build your identity and how are we going to check uh, what's the valuable information and what kind of information that you trust so if you come refugee every if you are at a refugee camp and the Red Cross checks some things and puts it on your on your identity which is connected to the blockchain um, well uh, next thing uh, or the next country you are being checked this information actually helps out both the governmental institutions as well as the refugee so there you can see obviously that no central authority can really manage this thing however you need a consortium of many partners to make this thing going and have a user-centric approach where the refugee is actually the starting point and if you help the refugee you help the governmental institutions you help the NGOs the every everybody involved even the army uh, because then the the information uh, has real value for everyone and that's the kind of Innovation we really like to see happening and want to take forward, uh, because you can already see the enormous amount of effort that is needed to to, to solve this. But but with this, we know there is a way, and uh, that's just one of the five tracks. That's just one of the teams that won. We had 55 teams competing, um, and many many teams created really valuable solutions.
1: I was going to say, that sounds like some pretty new and innovative ways to use blockchain that nobody is really talking about yet.
0: Um, Yeah, that could be. I mean, I'm really, I think fintech is interesting, uh, but uh, the financial sector is very big and I'm not sure if it needs to grow. Uh, I think the financial sector should be facilitating all the things we want to accomplish uh, with each other to help uh get the global challenges we face together uh to 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 basically uh make progress on that and um just earning money isn't good enough anymore i mean um the best business you can be is in is uh improving society one way or the other because then that's where you learn you solve a real problem and that's the focus we have uh here at this innovation program and we hope to well uh grow this into an international um, community that wants to do the same and likes to pioneer on that and and the nice thing we actually have these large corporates like Deloitte and Microsoft and IBM and banks like ING and pension funds that govern billions of of of, of euros you know and and they're all uh joining in and uh helping the teams proceed and also they, they send their own teams right so it's it's real fun and collaborative environment
1: oh yeah it's a meeting of some pretty great minds I imagine
0: yeah and especially uh, I like it because there's a lot of students as well and they uh, they uh, really do some some excellent uh, work and there are also uh, teams collaborating from different tracks so we had teams from reinventing government joining in with teams on energy uh, and even the future of pensions. So you can see all these crossovers, and uh, I can imagine that uh, a lot of different sectors, whether it's logistics or infrastructure or medic- medical, uh, healthcare, uh, uh, energy, uh, whichever sector of business uh, you you mentioned, uh, blockchain has great potential in it, and that's why we, we see the value.
1: Well, and that kind of leads me to, to ask you, tell me a little bit more about Dutch Chain itself and you know, how it works, how you got started, and what is the, the vision behind Dutch Chain?
0: Uh, so, yeah, uh, I think... So I really like to build products that are focused on a production environment, so the end user actually uses it. So I think the, the all these blockchain pilots that are out there are very valuable, but uh i would I'd like to build products that I can use tomorrow and it's possible um so the one one half of the company focuses on uh, software as service solutions in that area um where where there is already uh, a benefit using blockchain in the core of the application and most of the time these kinds of uh, applications can can be done with a normal uh, database but it's not it's not the question is not can it be done with a normal database but um, what what type of situation can you create what kind of new processes can you create Uh, How can you organize things better uh, when you use a blockchain? And what new type of opportunities arise from this new situation you've created? And uh, that's where you see you can already add trust to all kinds of processes where uh, um, entities that normally wouldn't trust each other that much now are better aligned and have less costs in the process of doing so and i always um uh, had notion that you need a great ecosystem in order to thrive as a company so whether you're a a a corporate uh or uh i mean you have your stocks on nasdaq or euronext or hey whether you're a really large or whether you are really it's very important to have this this network and this ecosystem where you can build a consortium uh, easily and where you can connect it um, to governmental institutions the public institutions as well as the private so here in the Netherlands we are very well um, in uh, we have very good experience in public-private partnerships and corporation we basically invented the the, the public-private partnership back in the Middle Ages when we uh, uh, we did some trading <laughs> we invented the stock market back then mm-hmm. uh, and so um, that's the thing I really like because what you see happening in this space of uh, all these new types of opportunities that arise from, from when you think of how can you handle trust in a different way, is that there are there's also a new type of organization that is right between um, a public entity or a, a private entity, because um, you are doing something that has uh, its benefit to society, clearly, uh, but it, it's, it's not so much commercial uh, as, let's say, having a web shop, you know? And uh, it's a a different different mission you have there. And that's what I really like about Dutch Chain is that we bridge the world of the public sector, the governmental sector, and uh, the private sector. And when you create a win-win between those parties uh, through a new solution where they all deliver a piece of the puzzle, um, that's where the magic happens for us. And that's the environment we want to create and i think also that's where the new business models are because that's where value gets created and that's the vision um, i think behind uh, behind dutch chain and it's not a not a vision that is uh, written in concrete but uh it it, it it's emergent it's it, it's continuously developing because when you're truly open to everything that's happening i mean you 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 learn so much uh from from everybody that is basically taking risks have skin in the game, and share knowledge that uh, you you understand each day that that there's so much more to learn in order to reach the full potential and uh this whole idea that uh, uh, we are only at the crest of the wave that 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 That's very exciting uh, because we somehow managed to create an ecosystem where people uh, uh, like to explore that. And uh, that's exactly what I hoped for. But you cannot really, there's no blueprint for that. So it's emerging and um, we are um, happy to facilitate it.
1: There's a lot of companies out there, obviously, that you know work in blockchain and things like that. I mean, what you're talking about and what your vision sounds like is pretty. I mean, that it sounds a lot different. It's a, it's not quite as what's the word, self-serving, if you will. I mean, you're looking at at it. It sounds like from a, a global perspective, and how do we improve not only our business and make money, but it, society as a whole. Where does that come from? I mean, that has to be from you or your personality or your background. Yeah. Where does that come from? Well,
0: I mean, there are all kinds of global challenges. Uh, why wouldn't we solve them together? That's, well, that's true, it, but it, a lot really, of businesses don't easy. care.
1: <laughs> to be quite. Yeah, brain. but we
0: should care. I think we should care. I mean. Uh, why? Why wouldn't we care? I mean, the world is a beautiful place. Uh, let, let, let's. I mean, I have, I have some, some there are some great examples out there. I mean, uh, you know, for instance, Ray Anderson. Um, he he was the CEO uh, and owner of uh, Interface Global. Uh, it's a huge carpet manufacturer, and and he learned that uh, by not being destructive to the earth, but being regenerative. Uh, basically, it was better for the business as well. So, um, when they turn around their whole mission and vision and become a, a, a restorative company for every ecosystem it touched, of course, this is not something you do in a in a year. You need a couple of years to right. do it. But 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 this turnaround for them meant more revenue uh, and uh, uh, a. Better execution, more spirit, more fun, uh, and, and it, it was better economically for the company as well. So like I said, uh, the, I mean, the best business you can be in is, is, is doing good with your company. I mean, uh, an NGO of course knows very well what needs, what needs to be done, but a company knows how to execute and how to reach the goals in an effective way. And I think when you combine these two together, you're a very powerful entity, but it needs to be in the culture and in the DNA of the company and the people especially that are involved. They need to be passionate about reaching the goals like they should be at any company. Uh, but, uh, they also need to be passionate about doing the right thing. And I think this is really, uh, this is really an exciting sweet spot because more and more companies, uh, become aware of their responsibility to do to, uh, to do this and to take part of being a real global company and not just uh, reach some profit numbers or making money because it, in the end uh, what difference does it make
1: this is true so, so yeah <laughs> it's simple no I, I love that I love it's, it's really refreshing to hear I mean it, it really is and I'm sure you've heard that from many people but it's, it's a very refreshing perspective on on business So when it comes to your your consumers or your customers, what are the ways that they're using the, the Dutch chain technology what are the, the biggest benefits that you're seeing roll out of that?
0: So at the moment, for instance, we're working on a, a platform for programmable smart vouchers. Um, and it's like, uh, if this, then pay. Uh, you know, you have this website called If This, Then That.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh,
0: basically, uh, of course, there's a huge governmental uh, role in uh, redistributing money. Um, but also, uh, insurance companies do the same thing, uh, for instance, healthcare. Uh, they, they just redistribute money according to, the, to what people need, and the way this is being done, it, it, it needs a lot of uh, bureaucracy, and it's very very expensive. All this bureaucracy, and so for instance, we now have this voucher, smart voucher system, and you don't give you don't give somebody money and then check if it's spent right. No, you give you give you give them a smart wallet with vouchers. And um, for instance, in the, in the city of Groningen, uh, somebody on, on welfare, he can go to the swimming pool six times a year for free. So normally, that would cost you uh, like uh, ten dollars for a whole day, and now he gets in for free. So the city pays the swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it's very easy. So uh, uh, she. He or she goes in there with her, his or her two children. Uh, and at the entrance, you scan the QR code, one adult, two children, and you push OK. And at the same time, the, uh, all the administration that needs to be done between the swimming pool entity and the city entity is already done, it's automatically. So you don't need any further processing or invoicing or anything. It's all done already. And the, and, and even the transaction is automatically uh, pulled together in one. We have the SEPA file system here in the, in Europe to generate the transactions for between banks. So there each month an automatically generated SEPA file comes out of the system and the city, uh, uploads it to the bank and all the vendors that deliver uh, the services to the people on w- welfare that spend their vouchers is immediately done, and 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 this way they they don't have to audit the system. They can immediately know that all the transactions are actually being done. They know who did the transaction and what. So uh, basically, this works for all the all the cities uh, in the Netherlands, and then you can easily uh, say, well, we have a kind of budget and we we want to spend it on X, Y, and Z, and the vendors that can deliver on this service or product are accre- uh, accredited and uh, they comply already before they can even accept uh, the transaction. So then you have all the checks and balances at the moment of a transaction instead of after the transaction. And this uh, basically uh, skips a lot of hassle for people and it skips also a lot of costs to do the administrative part. so this is this is one product. Uh, we currently have uh, ten thousand users uh, up to uh, and, and and well uh, growing towards uh, thirteen thousand already. Uh, and we are um, currently running it on Bitcoin. Uh, we're now investigating different uh, blockchain uh, fabrics, take it to the next level. And um, involve insurance companies um, and uh, other types of uh, funding opportunities for these vouchers. So this is a way we we uh, we help redistributing redistrib- subsidies uh, and uh, all kinds of budgets towards uh, to allocate it basically with the uh, insurance of of the blockchain that you know for one hundred percent sure it's it's being spent right um we're also working uh, on uh, two different <laughs> uh, projects where i can not say uh, a lot of things about sure. but for instance uh, um, uh, one one is basically about uh handling invoicing uh, much easier and um uh yeah so so it's it's a fresh company so it it started uh although we did the experiments starting from uh, 2013 uh the company itself Dutch Chain i founded it in uh, uh this last summer so before the summer i had uh, zero employees and now i have about 6 so <laughs> we we're, we we're, we're, and and we are privately funded uh no venture capital is in there yet uh trying to keep it that way because i think uh clients are the best funding you can get but maybe in a later stage, uh, we, we can use some help. But, but for now, I mean, uh, it's very nice to be, to be fully sovereign and just grow as we get more clients. And um, in this way, we, it will keep us sharp and um, basically deliver for the end user.
1: Oh, I love that. So what has been some of the, the biggest I would say, maybe roadblocks or struggles or scrutiny that you have faced when you've been working in the blockchain technology?
0: Um, Let me think about that one. I think once you get the grasp of reorganizing trust in the system, blockchain technology is not that hard uh, to apply however uh you need great programmers you need uh great security skills i mean they those are skills you need you need anyway but it's 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 with, with blockchain it's even more important i think um and the i think the the challenges is, are to i mean I, I'm not really struggling with my business uh, but the challenges are I think the to find new clients I mean uh, corporate entities they 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 are investigating they're trying they are experimenting but I think they need to take the next step and be, and dare to become a launching customer for any startup
1: that has a good
0: idea so i think the the biggest challenge in the ecosystem is to have the corporates uh, the large company work together with startups um, and uh, build new business models together because if you for instance if you if you just buy something from any i t company that charges you by the hour you didn't find a new business model and that's not innovation it's just well, it's marginal progress in 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 in, in my opinion. Right. But if you, as a corporate, if a, if you're a large company, and you manage to to work something out with a startup, I mean, you can start, you can do, you can do the founding of the startup even yourself. You can be a founding customer as well. But I think. Uh, creating the opportunity for new business models to arise is, is the biggest challenge in the ecosystem at the moment, and I think that's where the startups come in, and that's where uh, uh, you need to be able to ask some difficult questions, like, uh, yeah, uh, can we create something that puts us out of business potentially? And if this is something you're not addressing, then I think somebody else, somebody else, will do it for you. Uh, and then uh you might end up uh, becoming obsolete as a business, so uh you i think um you you need to catch the all the elephants in the room <laughs> uh, <Exactly. laughs> yeah and 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 if, if the company is not ready to do it then uh, uh then the question is how can you get the company ready to do that but it's all it's all about culture i mean all the innovation is not it's not it's of course it's about technology but it's most about what's be- between our ears, what's happening there, what's happening in our mindset, what's happening in our interaction, in our culture, uh, and, and that's determining the way we think about uh, solutions and uh, on what topics we will become creative. Uh, and that's where, that's where the real uh, challenge is because we have been focused on making money for a long time. And making money is not the best business to be in anymore uh because it 's the result of being in a good business but it 's not a reason to be in business anymore uh, 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 at least uh, it won't it won 't get you as far as uh being in the right business for the right reasons um, so this is a a mind- sh- a mindset where we're currently experiencing that there are uh, there is there's shift shift happening and of course uh, big examples like Elon Musk and and uh, I, I Mean you also see it happening at, at companies like Microsoft there there. There is a new vibe uh, Arising and I think that's very exciting and that's also where the challenge is to get everybody in that 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 Great vibe of making progress in a, a collaborative way. And you could still compete of course. I mean that, that's healthy uh not all oh, kumbaya i am pro uh, i am not preaching kumbaya but mm-hmm. i think uh i think it's about uh the purpose uh finding the right purpose on what are am i going to spend my time on and uh it it used to be people planet profit right but i think it's more about people planet planet perfect purpose and uh, if you get the right purpose then you will you're eligible a lot of money from it <laughs> uh, but I think it's a challenge it's not a challenge for for me as a company but it's more like a challenge in the in the ecosystem uh, to get people thinking in ecosystems and not ego
1: systems. I like that <laughs> it, it's so funny. You happen to like address every question that pops into my head before I even ask it. That, that <laughs> I'm was so like, sorry. <laughs> no, I love that. I was like, one of the next things I was going to ask is, you know, you don't strike me as someone who is worried about competition, but rather maybe find it that it makes you better and makes you try harder and makes your, you know, overall the whole technology better. I mean, is that what you're? It, it sounds like that's kind of what you're finding is you kind of welcome welcome other people's ambitions and ideas along the way?
0: Uh, Partially I think that's true. Um, I think this market we will witness uh, uh, opening up is incredibly big. Uh, I expect it to be bigger than all the money we make from internet uh, right now. But so there's a, there's so much potential that uh, another competitor it it's it shouldn't be really a problem however um I do think it's also important that um uh, to see who, i mean there there are a lot of startups and people that uh, are already working on things for years and um, i uh, I think it's it's good to connect with these people uh, because they have tremendous amount of knowledge and where do you see that happening well for instance in the Bitcoin space I mean uh, a lot of Bitcoin uh, people uh, for lack of a better word but a lot of Bitcoiners basically they are true blockchain experts they know a lot about sovereign users uh, they know a lot about how trust can be distributed differently in systems and They are open to working to, to work together with Governmental institutions with corporate institutions, etc. But however Bitcoin got some bad press, you know, so a lot of people say well, it's all about blockchain and not Bitcoin so and then uh yeah you can you can point to some articles that uh uh that well you know uh, criminals use bitcoin yeah, yeah yeah but criminals use euros and dollars too you know and uh right so um i i think it's uh very important to 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 get on the get on that page with with bitcoin so if, if any corporate entity or company or whatever wants to get in the blockchain action well also pre- be prepared to get in some Bitcoin action as well because I think we haven't seen uh, the tiniest bit of what Bitcoin will accomplish uh, however uh, people uh, are uh, a little bit um, uh, well maybe ex- maybe uh, uh, cautious uh, to get into the Bitcoin action. So it's, 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 it's funny when I, I do some, some keynotes every now and then. And then, uh, a lot of people want to know about blockchain, but do they want to know about Bitcoin? Well, then the reaction is, is often, uh, different. And you even encounter sometimes people that, that that say well I'm working on this blockchain project and uh, this and that and I ask well so how how was your first Bitcoin transaction and then when they say I haven't done a Bitcoin transaction yet I, I, I'm obliged to say well then you sorry you know nothing yet uh, so if you want to get to know the internet Start. Start sending email first, you know, <laughs> and then right. and then and then try the web, and then try to build a website, and and it's the same thing with uh, with this uh, uh, blockchain thing. I think the origins of blockchain and how it how it emerged and all the excitement from that is um, is very powerful, and it will help any blockchain uh, project there is and it's uh it's really cool when uh, when you can uh, connect actually and uh, build a win-win situation with uh with with that as well not sure if it if it quite answered your question but i uh, <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely no no definitely cool, cool. Well, I just, this has been an incredible, very insightful interview for me, and I'm sure for all of our listeners as well. And before we go, Reg, is there any final thoughts that you can share with our, our listeners on maybe what to, to watch for, what to expect? And also, do you have dates yet for the blockchain hackathon next year?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, to start off with the, the last. So uh, we don't have any dates for the blockchain hackathon of 2018 yet, but they will be announced. Uh, our website address is uh, blockchainhackathon.eu. We will first have, um, so at the Deloitte demo booth uh, on uh, Consensus, the conference in New York, uh, two of the teams will be presenting their solution. So, and at uh, South by Southwest we have two other teams presenting their solution so right now we are fully in uh, the acceleration mode for the winning teams you know uh, so we will have uh, showcase conferences in the Netherlands and uh, in Brussels as well and people are welcome to 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 join there and then in September We will be kicking off the new season of the next Dutch Blockchain Hackathon Innovation Year, as you as you want to call it. So, we we start off with a couple of uh, pre-hackathon meetups, as we call them, and they are all about deep diving into the technology for uh, developers, but also uh, creating a context for business and societal uh, challenges. Uh, to connect the the business people the policy makers uh, uh, board members etc and then uh, at the third meetup we bring it all together and that's uh, where uh, a lot of magic happens uh, I can tell you because that's where people say see uh, well uh, wow uh, you can deliver something very valuable I cannot and together we can make something cool out of this and actually we see it happening from the first ecosystem meetup already so that will be in in September uh, and uh, it, it, it the community grows each meetup so at the moment I think the community is about 1,500 people people from blockchain, uh, uh, blockchain.com uh, uh, Microsoft IBM BigchainDB uh, Treadle uh, Ethereum Well. You, Everybody is is, is, is already uh, kind of hooked up and uh, Well, that kind of they're 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 in there and um, Yeah, then then in I think in February or March we will have the, the next blockchain hackathon uh, in the Netherlands and uh, This year we had 11 countries participating I, I, I would, would be really cool to see at least the same amount and maybe more um and well, I think, uh, from an inside or, uh, a lot thought, it would be really nice to see, um all the great initiatives, uh, from di- different countries. I mean, there are great, there's great stuff happening in the United States. There's great stuff happening in UK, in all of Europe, in, in Asia as well, in India. And um, it, it would be really cool if, we, if there is a, a, a good platform where this kind of knowledge can be shared and see who's working on what kind of projects and to really make a global movement out of this whole blockchain thing. Because the thing I notice about people that are really excited about blockchain is that they see a way to, to change the world. And uh, we need to do this in a global perspective, in a global network. And um, it would be really nice to to get it all connected. So um, not not sure how we're going to do this, but maybe some some people have ideas. And then uh, I think there's a huge opportunity uh, for for creating value because uh, uh, each country. Uh, basically can deliver something unique because each country has their own culture, their own stories, and they're great. Uh, and from this diversity, all these new solutions can, can, can grow and connect. And uh, yeah, that's what we need to do because this is a, a global platform we're building. This is the next generation of the internet. And the internet is a global platform too. Um, so yeah, uh, I hope to see that happening in the next couple of years.
1: I love that. I'm so excited to see what you do. And like I said, I just in talking to you, having such a, a refreshing, energized perspective and unselfish point of view from a, a business owner is just so great. <laughs> it, uh, well, it's uh, really uh, not very common. Uh, maybe just maybe I'm an American. I'm just jaded.
0: But <laughs> it's, well, it's a really it's, cool thing uh, to see. Okay, so, that's, uh, that's cool. But we are we are a business. We are making money, so uh, sure, sure. I, I'm not a philanthropist here. Uh, but it's it can be done in in this way as well.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So, Rekar, where is the best place for people to go and get information on your company and uh, as well as the hackathon? I know you mentioned the website earlier. If you want to just give us that information again.
0: Yeah. So the company is DutchChain.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, the blockchain hackathon website is blockchainhackathon.eu, and I think it's also interesting to know that. Um, so if there are any blockchain startups that have a really good idea that, that that help improve society in no matter what kind of area, it's good to know that the Netherlands um, may be a very good spot uh, to be in because uh, everybody, the whole ecosystem, the government. A lot of uh, companies, uh, we have over 200 companies that make over a billion euros uh, a year. So uh, is, it's a really good ecosystem to uh, to connect uh, your solution to uh, clients maybe. And so we have this uh, organization, it's called Startup Delta, startupdelta.org, uh, which basically is your portal for any startup that uh, wants to connect to the Dutch ecosystem and uh, get their business uh, basically boosted. Here in the Netherlands.
1: Excellent. Well, again, Rucker, thank you so much for sharing your, your wealth of knowledge with us today. I really appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing where you things go with Dutch Chain as well as, uh, of course, with the Blockchain Hackathon next year in, in the Netherlands. Thank you again for your time, and I hope you have a great weekend.
0: Thank you uh, so much for, for having me, and I expect to see you guys at the next Dutch Blockchain Hackathon as
1: well. Richard will probably be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. okay. Thank sure, you Richard, so much. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> you have been listening to Almost Here, around the corner future technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse.